Pass First Point Guard and Trailblazers reporter Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode, we are joined by my friend and yours, Joe Freeman of the Oregonian. You know him as at Blazers Freeman on Twitter. And you know him as the man who's been covering the Portland Trailblazers since, I don't know, the Stone Age, roughly, Joe. It's been a <laughs> while, man. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Oh, it is a pleasure, Michael. How are you doing today, brother? I'm doing great. Um, I had I had a fresh croissant this morning. I went to run a little errand, and I went to I went to Jinju Bakery on Williams and got a a uh, a fresh croissant this morning, and it was incredible. There are a few things better than a fresh croissant. And by the way, I was not around in the Stone Age. I started covering the Blazers. Greg Oden's, uh, well, his what was supposed to be his rookie year. Greg Oden's uh, draft year. Yes, yes. I believe my first quote-unquote official story on the beat was the draft lottery that the Blazers stunningly won to get said rights to draft the wrong guy again at the that, draft. You know how long ago that was is that I remember texting a friend to be like, oh my God, open up the front page of ESPN. Like great news has happened. Like there wasn't a, there wasn't like an efficient way for us to share this news other than being, than like, I, I think I called him, not even text him, called him to be like, hello, please, please use your internet to find out this information. <laughs> or wake up in the morning and read it in your newspaper. Yeah, no, we li- we were at a market or whatever. We weren't both in Portland at the time. So it was like, oh, gotcha. you couldn't, we weren't even Oregonian subscribers. Although the Oregonian did come to my dorm room. So uh, I've been Ooh. a Joe Freeman reader since I was um, a wee lad. Nice. Well, it's a, it's an honor to be on your pod, Michael. I'm yeah, it's I, only five years of podcasting to get you as a guest, <laughs> someone who's actually my friend five years in. But hey, uh, you know, we're, I'm making it happen. Uh, I, I brought you here today, not just to discuss croissants and um, your career path, although I'm sure that's what people are here for. If they're longtime Rip City Report listeners, hearing you talk about food is like one of their number one favorite things. This is a joke. Yeah, that and, and- Florida State football, which you and I could really get into with a little North Carolina Florida State football, but then you're going to start losing people right and left. Yeah. So we all better right. let's reel talk it about in. The, let's talk about the ACC Coastal Division. All right, let's go in. Uh, actually, just kidding. Listen to Candace Cooper, host of Locked on ACC. She'll hook you up with all that. With all of that, uh, also a Carolina grad, not also, but a Carolina grad, uh, Carolina native like myself and so she'll go. give you she'll give you the angle that you're looking for from me uh joe i want to talk about the blazers on the court basketball stuff but what i really want to talk about you today is is the blazers television deal you wrote mm-hmm. a story in june you broke this news in june the blazers are moving to root sports they've mm-hmm. signed a four-year broadcast deal to broadcast um the broadcast games on root sports what does that mean for blazer fans and we can get into the nitty-gritty well, it's for the first time, uh, circling back to the beginning of our talk there, since Greg Oden's supposed rookie year, the Blazers games will not be on Comcast slash NBC Sports Northwest after a, uh, well, I guess it was about 14 or 15 years on that channel. They parted ways. Um, and the writing had been on the wall for that move for quite some time. In fact, they renegotiated and re-upped, I think it was about three or four years ago. And at the time, the Blazers came this close to, to going to Root Sports back then. At the time, they investigated a ton of, you know, over the, over the top and over the air uh, uh, non-traditional uh, partners, you know, some of your streaming services and such, uh, decided it was a little too soon to make that move. And 
They decided not to go with root sports at the time because it actually, you know, decreased the number of eyeballs that would see uh, their game. So anyway, long story short, Blazers have switched to root sports in a move that I think many kind of predicted a while ago. And it, it will change pretty much everything about how fans can watch and how they access their games, you know, after kind of being married to, to, to Comcast for, for 14 years now their options are are changing uh, pretty significantly. It's a pretty it's a dramatic increase, and I think the biggest thing here on the Blazer side, is dramatic increase in just like number of households they're available in. Right, I believe you wrote in the story it'll double their distribution footprint. What does that look like? It goes from about I believe it's one point one million to about two million eyeballs, and and you know you look at it, they're expanding their reach, uh, and you know I I think Comcast was was in Seattle and in the Washington area, but it was a pretty sliver of their market. Now, Roots, a pretty prominent sports program in Seattle because they uh, they broadcast Mariners games. They will soon, uh, they will be the broadcast partner of the new NHL Seattle Kraken. Um, Listen to Locked on Kraken. That's also on the network. Shout out. <laughs> also Locked on Mariners. He just got promos right and left for Locked on uh, Networks. Hey, listen, we're um, everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the and and we can get into this more but but that could be a benefit to the blazers and expanding their reach down the road which I, I know everybody wants to talk about streaming which we will get into i assume sooner than later but yeah we'll, we'll talk um, about it yeah and then you know they may expand even further michael because because they might push uh, east a little bit into you know some of those uh, some of those minor you know Idahos and and Alaskas and and well, I guess that's not east but some of the surrounding area which will expand the footprint by another five hundred thousand and I think Blazers fans and people in Oregon like so who cares but for for options of how to watch your game those types of things are important because it expands the number of eyeballs that potentially could see your channel which is attractive to uh you know your youtube tvs and your boo-boos and all that stuff uh that potentially uh, and i think blazers fans want and blazers want ultimately to be able to carry the new group channel yeah i mean the team wants to expand geographic expanding their geographic footprint is important with no nba team in seattle uh that market matters. Like as much as it's weird to say like that market matters, the Idaho market matters, uh, getting into Montana to some extent, like there is a big, there's a big gap geographically between Denver and Portland. And there, there are NBA fans to be had. And I think to some extent, just getting, being available to more television sets in those places, that's good business. That's like that, that matters. Um, I don't, I'm not super like, invested in the Blazers having a good television deal, but I, mm -hmm. I get it. I, I get it. Uh, you touched on it. And, and I think this is crucially important. What are the streaming options? Actually, before we talk about those streaming options, let's take a quick break. I want to tell my listeners about Rock Auto. You can save time and money when you use Rock Auto. It's the family business that's been helping people like you work on their car for over 20 years. And look, there are so many makes and models. It's just impossible for a local chain store or even the dealership to carry all of the parts you might need. So instead of trying to go on that port, that pointless and intimidating task of going to a space and saying, do you have this part for my, uh, for my old car? They don't. But you know who does? Rock Auto does. And they're going to save you 30, 50, even 100% more than a chain store and a, and a, or a car dealership. It's better prices 
more availability. What more could you want? And they've got everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website. Find a solution to your auto part needs. That's rockauto.com. Visit them right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And while you're there, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box. That way, they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Today's show is also brought to you by Built Bar, the folks who are making the best tasting protein bar in the market. They're not messing around. They're just making a delicious protein bar. That's their trick. They're making it better than the competition. Comes in amazing flavors like double chocolate and salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. If you don't know what you like, I suggest you get a mix box. Get two of each of the available flavors. Try them all. Find out what you like. Find out what your family likes and order more from there. They're the best tasting protein bars. I've said a bunch in this ad and I mean it. I've been eating I've been eating built bars for a long time. Years, in fact. But it's not just because they're delicious, covered in 100% chocolate and have that soft candy bar-like texture. It's because they pack a punch. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and no more than 5 grams of net carbs. Look at those macros and compare them to any other protein bar on the market. The trade-off for protein and grams of sugar and those net carbs, you are not going to find a more bang for your buck. You just aren't. It's amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right. This is Michael from the future. I'm about, I'm popping in here to say, Joe Freeman and I recorded this podcast on Thursday morning. Then on Thursday at about 3.30 in the afternoon, the Blazers announced that they had reached a deal, a distribution deal with the streaming service Fubo. That's F-U-B-O. And if you live in Oregon, Washington, most of Idaho, all of Northern Idaho and, and Montana and Alaska, you'll be able to watch Root Sports with Fubo. Uh, they have a their basic package, 65 bucks a month, you'll get Root Sports. You will not get Turner, so you will not get TNT. You will not get any of the Turner channels. You will not get TNT, so you won't, you won't be able to watch national broadcast games just with Fubo alone. You'll have to figure out another solution there. But what you're about to hear is a conversation between Joe and I where we talk about how there basically aren't any streaming options. We only, we only kind of land on one streaming option. But it has changed in the in the handful of hours since we first recorded this podcast. So while I think the discussion still stands and the sort of uh, the info that Joe provides, a wonderful reporter, is still valid, some of the of the info we say is a little bit dated. So I want to give the Blazers and Fubo credit; they have reached they have reached an agreement and alignment for a streaming partnership. But I'm going to drop you back in to hear my conversation with Joe now. Most of it still stands. What are we looking at for streaming options for the Blazers? Well, uh, first of all, when you look at it big picture, I think for Blazers fans and for people such as myself, there's a little bit of PTSD going on right now <laughs> with this broadcast and this move because you flash back to 2010, all the questions that are being asked now, the stuff that, that I remember writing about it at the time, you know, uh, 11 years ago or however, no, has it been? It's been longer yeah, than that, man. hasn't it? Whew, goodness gracious, I'm old. Anyway, um, at the time it was, well, Comcast carries the channel, but no DirecTV, no Dish, and it leaves out so many customers. And then executives from Comcast who I'd spoken with at the time were like, these things always get worked out when the deadline comes at the last second. And then 
Here we were 14 years later and there still had never been a deal. So you fast forward now to modern times and you have all these streaming options, your YouTube TVs, your FUBU TVs, your Hulu TVs, your on and on TVs. We should start our own TV network, Michael. It would be hugely popular. Um, but uh, many people, including myself, am no longer on DirecTV. I, 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 full disclosure, use YouTube TV. It's, it's a great product. I don't know. We'd probably conflict with some advertising there. Sorry about that. Um, but you know, there are all these other options for, for people and millennials such as yourself uh, who, who have switched over. And so this channel currently is not available on any of those uh, streaming services, much like 14, 15 years ago, it was not available on DirecTV. And so that is a big issue, both for the Blazers, obviously, but also their fans. And, and I think what you're seeing with cable and satellite TV is that you know, a lot of those customers, their their numbers have, have dwindled. And especially over the last year and a half, two years during the pandemic, a lot of people have cut a lot of that stuff in part over the first few months because there were no live sports. Right. I think if you look at the numbers and, and cable doesn't want to advertise this, but they had among their, if not their largest ever decrease in such a short amount of time um, during that stretch, because you know a lot of people were scared, but also there were no live sports. So what yeah, am I doing here? It's the number one thing you sell on television in the streaming era and and the binge watching era. The number one thing, exclusive television matters to some extent. Exclusive television shows. That's why the streaming wars exist. Is so you watch it on, you know, if you want to watch whatever on Disney Plus, you're going to do that and blah mm -hmm. blah 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 blah. But like live sports are the things that that keep customers like this is this is the big money and sort of the battle for the future of tv is who's going to have these broadcast rights exactly and it's also one reason why bills are, are escalating because it costs a lot to to buy these these teams or to own the rights of these teams and espn and all those live broadcasts and so on and so forth so you know what does that matter now and, and what does it mean for blazers fans you know moving forward are they going to be able to work out deals with the streaming services? And, you know, I just talked to someone about this uh, late last week. Uh, and the, the, the root executives are in talks with these streaming services. And they remain optimistic that something could get done. The Blazers are optimistic that something could get done. I couch all that again with the fact that I heard all of this 15 years ago. And it never happened. So I remain a little skeptical on that regard. But I will say the environment and, and the makeup of root sports lends itself, I think, to a more optimistic outlook this time because Comcast just had the Blazers and right. then a bunch of other nonsense. And, you know, they were never able to establish themselves as anything beyond the Blazers. And that was always a problem with the Blazers. On the one hand, you know, they got a lot of attention and a lot of coverage and they were blown up. But on the other hand, you know, I think they kind of felt like it was Blazers versus the world with TV rights and negotiating that and, and, and everything that went into that. Well, now they have partners in the Mariners and they have partners with the Kraken. And so there's there's a, a wider swath of people that can kind of go to bat and team up with them to kind of give support to that push. But also that's many more sports fans and many more eyeballs and many more humans who are interested in watching these varied, you know, programming, as you point out, the valuable live sports market. And so I think from Root's perspective, the Blazers perspective, 
there should be, it's more appealing. There's, there's better programming. There's more, there potentially could be multiple live sporting events a day during the hockey and, and, and NBA season and, and everything that goes in and obviously the Mariners in the summer. Um, and so I think that from that standpoint, it, it the, again, the environment is better and at least to be more optimistic about something happening this time, um, this time around. Yeah. So I, I think there's one side of the coin that suggests uh, you're heading into this first season, you get the Kraken, uh, you're, you're getting the Trailblazers for the first time, you're going to add the Portland soccer teams with with the Thorns and the Timbers into the mix. Um, RIP and Seattle Port- soccer teams too. Right, and the Rain and the and the, uh, um, and the Flounders. Just kidding, I don't have any beef. <laughs> I'll, I'll call them the Seattle Sounders. I got no beef. Um, rest in peace to the Portland Lumberjacks and Portland Fire. But... Um, so there's there is this one side of the coin that says you you have this market that now is the time to strike a deal and get these people committed right but part of me that the the skeptic in me says like they got a four year deal with the Blazers the incentive to strike a deal in the next two months or take a bad deal in their eyes whatever that might mean is pretty low like to eventually get a deal done sure but you look at situations like what happened in Denver they have they have had this long running standoff between it's not the exact same thing but between satellite and cable providers in the Denver market mm-hmm. a majority of the city of Denver cannot watch a very good nuggets basketball team because neither side wants to take a bad deal so where like i'm not asking you know you you don't have to reveal your whole hand in the reporting you've done but like do you what is your sort of optimism in a, in a deal getting done for streaming partners in the next six weeks before basketball tips off? Well, we'll know a lot more. It's coming up in part because the Kraken start a little bit before the Blazers, right. like days before the Blazers. So from a from a Blazers standpoint, you'll have a pretty good handle on that. I think their exhibition opener is October 1st and their regular season opener is October 18th, which is just two, three days of both of those before the Blazers. So that's kind of a, a good right. thing for the Blazers to see where that goes. Uh, you know, again, I'm more optimistic about it this time. Um, you know, the difference, again, back from, from let's say, your DirecTV or your DISH, you're a satellite provider. What incentive, what are you, why are you negotiating with Comcast here? To, to, what do you care about the Blade? It's one professional sports entity. It's, right. it's only going to draw so many you know, people to your, your platform. Whereas you're, now you're talking about 2 million people, potentially 2.5 million. You're talking about these streaming services that there's already a lot of competition for, you know, we've named four or five different streaming services as is. And so Hulu has the live sports commercials. How how are you going to, you know, claim that you have a live sports if you are not with, with producing Damian all Lillard, of your with Damian Lillard on the ad? Exactly. There's just a lot of things there now. You know, at that level, you know, those are all above our pay grade. So I don't know how the inner workings of all that go, but I do know from the Blazers' perspective, from Root Sports' perspectives, there is optimism that that as the deadline nears, they will get something done. And, and I mean, they certainly are hopeful. I mean, I know executives in the Blazers organization that were using YouTube TV to, to watch the Blazers and to get that programming. And, and so, you know, on the one hand, there is a streaming option. We should be very clear about that. Direct yes. TV... Has it used to be called AT and T? It's called now. Direct. I've, it's called Direct TV Stream. And full disclosure, they are a sponsor of this podcast. Uh, so 
I'm not I'm not advocating for you to uh, necessarily go b- purchase their uh, purchase their service, but they're they're giving me a small amount of money to talk about them on this podcast. So I want to be up <laughs> I want to be upfront about that. Uh, and you can watch Blazer Games on Directv Stream. They they yeah. it'll be available to you via that service. Yeah, and they are not paying me a dime, so I can be wholeheartedly honest about it all. Not really. I'm, you're an honest guy, so you'll say it either way. But but they do. It there is a streaming option, and it is that. It right. is more expensive than some of the other options, but it does exist. And you know, the benefits of all these streaming options to begin with are you don't have a year contract. It's not an outrageous amount of money. You can pick and choose what you do if you like it for a month. Great. If you don't like it, cut it off, and you don't need it. And you can still do that with the direct TV streaming option. So you can still subscribe to them during the Blazers season and then get rid of it afterwards if, if you don't want it. So there is an option there. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's frustrating for people such as myself who used to have direct TV and I didn't have Blazers games for 10 years. And now I have YouTube TV and I might not have them coming up. And I think it's frustrating from from a lot of people's perspective as more people do go to the streaming services that we have to keep playing this cat and mouse game. But, you know, you talked about uh, Denver. Again, a difference here with this is we're talking about three different teams, three different professional sports. So Yeah, and if, Denver, it's just two. It's, it's, it's the hockey team and the basketball team. It's, it's the avalanche right. and, the, and the Nuggets. And you would think that there's some, and I have no idea what the Kraken, you know, what their ticket sales are like and what all that is, because I'm not knee deep in all that. But I imagine there's some excitement about having an expansion NHL team in Seattle. So I imagine there's a lot of interest in that. The Mariners were in playoff contention and had a pretty good season for quite a while. You add in the Blazers, who always draw well, certainly here. Um, And I believe Seattle has emerged as the number two market for Blazers games, you know, ever since in recent years since the Sonics left. And that includes visiting Blazers games. The more out-of-town people come from Seattle to watch Blazers games uh, than anywhere but Portland. So they're right behind them in in ticket sales locally and regionally. Um, So there just seems to be a a lot of things here, you know, going in the Blazers' favor. Now, a lot of people would say it's 2021. Why are we doing this? Why isn't there some type of, you know, a, a streaming service like a Netflix or an Amazon or a uh, Google or something, you go on and on. Why Why haven't they taken over broadcast rights? And why can't I watch this over the air like that, you, you know, streaming that way? Um, and the Blazers did look into all that. And they did do that five, four years ago when they renegotiated and, and uh, you know, extended their contract with, with NBC Comcast. It's just at the time, back then, it was a little too early. And they yeah. talked to all these partners and it was just, they didn't want to be that pioneer. And there was mixed messages about the mutual interest. And now, uh, the, uh, from that perspective, it shifted a little bit where those um, services are more interested in you know league rights rather than regional or local rights. So, for right. example, I think Amazon paid a gazillion dollars for Thursday night football. Yeah, and, they and also so broadcast look- the WNBA. Like they're, right. But that's a league thing, not a regional thing. Exactly. And so they have their sights set on kind of bigger things than than regional. But man, how great would it be for something like that, where those of us, which means pretty much all of us who subscribe to something like Amazon Prime could just watch it on, you know, games for that for free on that you already pay for for that. So yeah, it seems um, I think it was your reporting suggested there's about 100,000 people who watch games via stream. Um, mm -hmm. I would assume that number even since like, 
maybe it hasn't gone up since June, since you wrote the story, but it's trending up. Like by mm-hmm. June of 2022, that number will be higher because that's the direction we're headed. So I think it's a solution that the Blazers have incentive to fix. Um, it's just, they, do they, what is, where is the line for that incentive? How much, yeah. you know, what is, there's, it's, you know, it's sports and sports broadcasting is big business. You got to be smart about, about these things. Uh, they're not going to give it away for free. Yeah. And from DirecTV's perspective, you know, and, and their minority stake owner in the, in, in, in the Mariners, you know, Root Sports and the Mariners are partners and all that. Like, to from the Blazers' perspective, to have the Mariners, to have the Kraken, to be able to put pressure on, hey, we want to get our product out there, and it makes money for you, it makes money for us, it pleases the fans, everybody's happy. So again, there's just more incentive. Where I don't think that there was that incentive before with just the Blazers as a draw. Um, so you know, I, I'm optimistic, but you know, here we are. We're what are we? Getting September nine, two in September, yeah, yeah. and. We're getting close. So I know, I think they just worked out a deal somewhere at a deadline. Uh, someone was telling me, and I can't remember the specifics of it last week when I was talking with someone about this. Um, so as these, as these deadlines draw near it, it you know, the pressure they does. Spur they spur actions. They spur actions. Everybody do. wants to get it done. Uh, I believe Blazers preseason begins October 4th, crack in October 1st. So sometime in the next three weeks, yeah. 20, and, we got, you know. We'll see. We'll see. Keep your fingers crossed. It, it, uh, again, though, like if you, I mean, if you're a cable or a, a satellite person, well, you're fine. You're going right. to get your channel. You have root now and you've had it for, for however long, you know, forever, as long as you've had your service. Um, if you're a streamer like me and probably you, then, you know, you do have the option of, of switching to the, to the direct TV service, uh, you know, and try that out. And if you like it, great. If not, Say sayonara. I don't know. I, I haven't tried it. I, I heard it's a good product, but um, you know, once you once you you know, a, a lot of issues with this is man, people get set in their ways, and yeah. it's like, why are you paying two hundred dollars for Comcast when you could go pay X amount of dollars for something better or equal that's less than half the price? But people get set in their ways, and and they like what they like because they're used to it, and and that will be a thing. You know, people. I, I like YouTube TV. I'm. It, it's something I'm familiar with now that I've had it for a couple of years or however long it's been. It's a good product. I liked uh, DirecTV before that too. So it's, it's tough to switch, but um, I think we're living in a time where more and more there is a lot more switching going on, uh, you know, because of all the streaming services. Yeah. And, and, and there'll be options like it'll grow. It's just, will we have a solution night one? I think is the thing. Like I'm, I'm confident that over the, the lifetime of a four year deal, there'll be streaming options. It's just, Will you be able to watch opening night against the Sacramento right. Kings on uh, your streaming service? And I think that's that's the question we're asking. Um, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, and and I guess the only you know thing to consider is is playing devil's advocate or from the other side is is how much good faith negotiations are going on from the root standpoint. Like, do they? Because I don't know how much good faith negotiations Comcast had for the first seven, eight years. Of right. They, d- they didn't care. They had their money. No. And they wanted people to subscribe to Comcast cable. They had a right. monopoly on the right. area. And so for them, that was a huge, huge deal. It was, they could say whatever they wanted to. And direct TV had no incentive to try to, to do that. The programming wasn't there. And then Comcast was like, great, I'll just get Blazers fans to switch from direct TV to Comcast and we'll make money 
both ways because of all the options. And now you have DirecTV and Dish and, and, and uh, you know, Comcast, they already all have that. Um, there's just more options and the channels more widely distributed. So I think that it's there. You, you do have to wonder if that does carry over. Are there good faith things by right. Rooter? Do they want you to get their direct TV, you know, service? Um, so it, we'll see. But, um, but again, I just think there's all these factors right now that maybe I'm Pollyanna about it, but I, I, I want to believe. Cause you're I don't typically get not this optimistic. I should say the listeners who are not familiar with Joe, this is like, this is somewhat out of character for him. So, so yeah, I mean, I think you're just, it, it, you're just glad that you don't have to watch outdoor GPS anymore on uh, non game yes. days on, 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 uh, the regional Comcast affiliate that I used to do some work for. Um, yeah. And, you know, coming from their perspective, uh, they just had so much shaky programming and, and they, they had the blazers and they delivered some, some good college stuff. They had these grand plans going in. I remember researching for the story that I wrote about the switch to root and like, you know, they wanted to be Oregon's TV network and they right. wanted to invest in college sports and high school sports and expand their their reach and all that and it just never it never happened they put questionable programming in and around the blazers and made questionable decisions from high level uh spots and and they just you know i wouldn't say they bumbled it but they could have done a whole lot better than they did um from a just offering professional programming standpoint and you know the blazers and that broadcast is was good and and they produced that but it was the ants ancillary stuff that they just could never get their footing on. And so um, I think that hurt them as well. Sure. All right. In the third segment to close out the show, I want to bring you a Blazers moment of joy, a segment we've been doing all off season long where a listener shares a reason why they love the trailblazers. So we'll do that to close the show, a Blazers moment of joy. But first, I want to tell you all about betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And because it's football season, it's just a wonderful time to get over to bet online because it's your number one spot for all your pro and football betting action this season. They got the online's biggest half million dollar mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Plus updated odds, props, anything you can imagine week to week all season long. So you can head on over to that website, betonline.ag, and sign up today. And when you're doing that, when you're making your first deposit as a new user, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get a 100% welcome bonus. Dollar for dollar, they'll match you. If you are a new user, there is no better time than to hop on over to betonline.ag. Use that promo code LOCKEDON and get a 100% welcome bonus because BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. doesn't have to be football basketball, boxing, baseball, your favorite Vegas casino games, whatever. Don't wait. Take advantage of this great offer. It's available for the football season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch the games, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's logins for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And yes, that includes the Portland Trailblazers games on Root Sports. 
That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Still a pass first point guard. Still Mike Richmond. You're still listening to Locked on Blazers. First couple seconds, we talk with Joe Freeman about the Blazers broadcast for this upcoming season and some solutions and potential solutions to the Blazers uh, fans who are looking to stream their content. But what I want to do to close out the show is uh, something that I've been doing in the offseason for uh, most most of the offseason, to end the week. I want to end your week on, on a moment of joy. And this is, this is what I've been calling Blazer's Moment of Joy. And what I have put out to listeners is I've said, please share with me a reason why you love the team, a reason why you fell in love with the team, or a moment that you sort of look back on that brings you joy around the Blazers. Because life is challenging, life is hard, and it's good to be reminded that basketball and this team brings us joy. So listener Allison has shared a moment of joy with us, and I'm going to share it with you now. Allison writes, I grew up in Portland in a Blazers family. We collected the Dairy Queen glasses with Terry Porter and Clyde the Glide on them and wore our red and black headbands while we cheered on our team. I still have my Z100 Can I Get a Headband CD. My interest in the team waned in high school and college, and as I moved around the country, I became disconnected from my hometown team. I settled in southern Idaho, and a few years ago, I met my now husband, Daniel, who was a total nut about basketball stats. Soon, I started watching again with him. When a Blazer game came on, I told him how I used to love the team. As we kept watching, I got swept up in dame magic and civic pride. Each time we went to visit my family in Portland, we'd get tickets to a game. Fast forward to May 12th, 2019. We'd been looking at our future wedding venue in Stanley, Idaho, and we were heading back home. We had Game 7 of the Western Conference semifinals on the radio the whole way back. CJ was on fire, but the game was close. With less than five minutes left, CJ makes an incredible block. Daniel says, we have to find somewhere to watch the end of the game. We're pulling into the small town of Gooding, and I'm unsure we'll find somewhere since it's a Sunday. We spot the Miramar, a little bar in town, and it's open. We park and rush in. The game is on! Just the bartender and an old-timer are inside. I ordered a $2 beer and he watches CJ makes another two. And another. The Blazers are up one with 13 seconds left and he does it one more time for 37 points. We're jumping up and down laughing and yelling as Jokic misses his free throws and E.T. makes his. And the Blazers head to the Western Conference Finals for the first time since 2000. I'll always remember that moment and the look of amusement on the old-timer's face at us going nuts in an empty bar. Our wedding plan for May 2020 was canceled because of COVID. We still got legally married at my in-laws' home with just a few people there. A year later, on May 29th, we made it back to Stanley to celebrate our one-year anniversary with a ceremony and reception, this time with friends and family there. The Blazers were playing the Nuggets again, game four of the first round of the playoffs. I forgot about the game, of course, as we re-exchanged vows. But as we pulled up to our reception, a friend came bursting out and yelled, Blazers win! A blowout! Another moment of joy on a joyful day. We all know what happened next, but the bad times don't erase the good ones. Whatever happens with CJ and Dame and the rest of the team, we'll keep holding tight to our favorite Blazers moments of joy. 
Allison, thanks so much for sharing this. I love it. I love it. I love it. Congrats to you and Daniel. Uh, what a fun story. Uh, I love I love that the uh, Blazers infiltrated your your uh, your second wedding, your your re ceremony. Um, good for them. I'm glad the moments of joy leaked in. But I think what you touch on at the end is really the whole point of this. The whole point of this, and I think I think your story really sort of encapsulates the spirit of this. Is that there are there are times in real life and in basketball life when stuff stinks. And I think the sort of the um, the 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 reason I started doing Blazers Moments of Joy was not because like li- life is really challenging and it is um, and our all lives have been very challenging over the last eighteen months regardless of any sort of outside things um, they've just it's just the way the world has been but but there was just a bunch of Blazer bummers this summer just bummer after bummer and it was we needed these moments of joy it's it's not. Um, the, the reason that we, we cling tightly to these moments is because bad stuff is often on the horizon. So it's so important when you have these moments of joy, when you're in Gooding, Idaho, when you're driving through Southern Idaho, looking for a place, (laughs) looking for a place to watch a game on a Sunday, when you're back in Stanley celebrating your love. That you can have these moments of joy to cling to. That you don't remember the bummers of what happens next. Is that you remember that moment and you stick tightly with it. So, Allison, I'm glad you were able to to celebrate that spirit. I'm glad you were able to celebrate your wedding with friends and family. And I'm glad you were able to share both of those tales so wonderfully with us. Thanks. If you have a Blazers moment of joy, it doesn't have to be this. It can be whatever. When I say Blazers moan and joy, whatever that means to you. We've had a, a pretty wide variety of them, and I really, really love that. I'm going to keep doing these, uh, you know, six weeks till the season starts. We're going to keep doing them. We may keep doing them in the season if people keep sharing them. I have a bunch in the chamber. So um, I, if you have shared one already, I, I got it locked and loaded, and I really, really appreciate you for sharing it. But whatever that means, a, a reason that you fell in love with the Blazers, a moment of joy that reminds you of the Blazers, like why you love this team or why this team brings you happiness, your Blazers moment of joy, you can share it with me at LockedOnBlazersPod at gmail.com. Got a fun week ahead uh, for you lined up next week, so be sure to check back to the podcast feed. We'll still do uh, we'll still do Mailbag Monday, recorded on Monday night and posted on Tuesday. So send in your questions at Mike G Rich or LockedOnBlazersPod at gmail.com. Play a little more of my conversation with Joe Freeman. We talked about basketball, and hopefully that won't get upstaged by Blazers news. But if it does. I'll either delete it or I'll add another little disclaimer in like I did for this episode. But thanks again to Joe Freeman for joining the program and joining me here. I appreciate it. Tell your friends about this podcast. Tell them they can get it wherever they already listen to podcasts. Just search Locked on Blazers and we will be there waiting for them. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.